Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Connie. <laughs> we're here, we're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings, feelings, about the book. Today we're discussing chapter 18 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Birthday Surprises! Uh, cousin Robin got an unexpected visitor via the flu network today, so she yeah. will either be back next <laughs> she week. She doesn't or even know, so it, it'll sometime during this episode. When y'all know, we'll know when y'all know. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. You should donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus. You can get some really cool post-convention uh, audio and stuff, some pictures and video that we're going to work on getting to you guys. So you should either become a Patronus or consider upgrading your Patronus um, for the month. And send us a cheering charm if you'd like at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and we have Wizard Team merch. Head over to our website to step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Um, our store has now moved to DFTBA. So if you go to store.dftba.com, you should be able to find us on there. You can get a Black Wizards t-shirt and a Black Girls Create enamel pen, which looks really awesome and which I will be getting pretty soon. Um, so yeah. If you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, you should rate and review us on iTunes, and we'll get into it later, but if you are at LeakyCon, you should also rate and review our panels on the uh, LeakyCon app, that scheduling app, as people were doing, mm-hmm. throwing that out there. Um, and subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe, and you can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Um, so, Wizard Team is going to be. From, <laughs> if you couldn't tell from our voices, yeah, we were at LeakyCon, so we have a new convention coming up. Tell us about it. Diana. So we're going to be at SleepCon 2018. <laughs> catch, catch us it, in Dream World for the rest of the it week. It wasn't apparent. And the slight rasp in our voices that I'm, I predict will get worse yeah, as probably. the recording uh, goes along. Um, Bayana and I specifically have probably gotten about eight hours of sleep between today and yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, post uh, final day things, going to bed very late, having a very early flight, and having to like do real life on Monday. Yeah, not like work nine to five life, but still real life. I mean, so, I got out the airport, and I still had another three hours to get home. Yeah, it took me about an hour on the bus, and then like, I had it was raining, and I had to take the train because oh, I didn't want to wait for the bus in the rain. So then I had to take my bags down the train track, you know, the subway, and then up the subway, and I was just like, oh, okay. And then I had to go to the dentist later, so I got like a three, you know, like a two and a half hour nap in between coming home and going back to the dentist so yeah i got that three hours on the train had me like awake when i first got home so i was like let me do all these things that i'm thinking about right now so that i don't forget and then when i finally did start to doze off it was only like 30 minutes before i had to go pick up ami from school so 
and I almost missed it. I set my alarm and everything and I slept through it. And then my mom called me like, are you good? Are you going to get her? And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going right now. I'm leaving. <laughs> Sorry. I was already out the door. I like, uh, just, I'm, I'm just, it's uh, okay. I sound just weird because the allergies or something. Yeah. You know? I'm fine. I'll be there. I'll, I'll get her. Um, and then having to deal with Ami <clears throat> is now in <clears throat> elementary school. So that's a thing. Um, and it, you know, doesn't like to take naps, but also needs them still so we've been fighting Until she gets like us <laughs> yeah and it's funny because i keep looking on twitter and i keep saying like oh ami's so cute can we get her like recaps more and i'm like yeah when she stops getting on my nerves <laughs> we will totally do it um so as we've sort of mentioned we were at LeakyCon this weekend it was really fun we had a great time it was a great turnout um, we had our Potter Heads of Color meetup and um, our Hogwarts BSU panel with Louise Cordice and Luke Youngblood, and that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. And we just got lots of really great feedback from people who were able to attend our panels, and it sounded like, you know, we were able to bring what people were missing yeah. from LeakyCon before. And so, what we wanted to bring. Like, mm-hmm. it, we, it seems like we were successful in doing what we kind of set out to do. Um, we're yeah. going to try to do, like, a real recap hopefully sometime this week um just got to figure out scheduling because we want to get Portia and Delia on here as well since like they were the squad that we rolled with um like the squad really was just like it was it was we had the squad and then we like adopted a squad member like shout out to Danielle if you finally listen to this um like it just it felt so good and I was just having so much fun and I'm really, I really love Potterheads in general, but also Potterheads of Color and, like, our crew. Yeah. Because I just felt like this is what I've always needed from, be, like, being a nerdy Harry Potter nerd. Like, it's, you know, everyone has their, like, main fandoms, and this was always mine. And it felt great to have other like-minded people to hang out with, so. Yeah. It was, it was really, it was really, um, and amazing. And there I'm were. I'm being really puff right now. I'm so I mean, sorry. Ka- this isn't even that puff. Like. The whole weekend. There was a moment like, where we, like, took a picture. We took a picture and Connie was like, and this is, like, the first day. So, and Connie's like, we're all together and we adopted a new person and this is so great. And we're all like, girl, please. <laughs> chill out. I Me can't too. help it. Um, Eliana but, had me d- moderating it, a debate as a Hufflepuff. Come I, on. But it was really, like, amazing. <sighs> and I, I like, the, my first, I mean, we're going to do, like, a real recap. I just want to say, like, the Potterheads of Color, like, when I walked into that meetup to, like, come and set up and the number of people that I saw in there and all the, like, black women specifically that I saw in there. And there were, like, people who were from the Bay, which was really awesome. And so, like, it just made me really happy to see so many people who, like, were there and were happy and wanted to kind of like find that community. Um, and we can, we'll talk about that. We'll have like a whole bonus episode about it. Um, in the meantime though, you can listen to our wizard team live show where Robin and I um, talked about Hermione Granger and our campaign to get her new friends um, to K forever. <laughs> and so that's already, that went out on Monday um, because it was a thing that I could do when I couldn't go to sleep. Um, so you can listen to that. Um, you can also check out, the hashtag leaky BSU, which is we what we we tried to use like wizard team as much as possible um in Hogwarts BSU, but leaky BSU ended up being the one that kind of stood out the most. So you can check it out on Instagram and on um Twitter. 
Um, and then like just check out our Instagrams and our Twitter accounts and like you can see pictures and stuff. And we'll, and like Connie said before, we'll probably post some other stuff. We just need to like sort through what we have um, because you know we sat and we made a plan and we, like beforehand and we're like okay we want to do this and this and this but then like I was on back-to-back panels all day on Friday <laughs> and then like you Seriously. know Robin was on back-to-back panels all day on Saturday and then we were and basically you guys were also on, staff so and like also staff so even when we're not no on panels when they were sitting down right and, and so anytime I was sitting down I was either grabbing them food or grabbing myself food or trying to buy merch or something right you know like it was just a really hectic weekend so it's hard to it's hard to figure actually, out like yeah a time to live. actually post things like um and then we wouldn't get home until like 11 p.m. and it's different from when we were in Dublin because in Dublin we would like put things out for patrons every night but like the time difference made it so that it made sense but this time it's like why would we post this thing at 11 p.m. central time no like (laughs) there's no reason but um we did you know document stuff and so you can like I think mostly Instagram was kind of the thing I wasn't really on Twitter that much this weekend um so yeah, you can check this stuff out and then we'll have a bonus episode some point fairly soon. Um, where we kinda like talk about how things went in more detail. Yeah. Um, this is a long chapter and I think that was our only news other than that like we're friends with Lewis Cordice and Luke Youngblood now because they're a part of our BSU, so that's cool. Absolutely. Like there's picture evidence um of that happening and they're both really nice and they gave us hugs um they give great hugs they were they're rock stars yeah it was great um okay birthday surprises previously on wizard team wow feels so long ago um <laughs> it wasn't but wow it feels yeah like really long time ago. <laughs> it was like we went to a whole we went to the magical world and came back and mm-hmm. now it's just like it's summer what's what yeah the dursleys yeah huh? so oh i'm just now saying the chat <laughs> i can't um okay anyway previously on wizard team um they go back to hogwarts after winter break Hermione is still not giving Ron the time of day, rightfully. Um, uh, Ron is kind of clearly kind of cooled off of Lavender a little bit, but is mm-hmm. they're still dating. Um, and Harry talks to Hermione about Malfoy being a Death Eater. There are apparition lessons that are about to start, so um, they learn that like it's time to sign up and they'll be taking that class soon. Um, and then Harry um, has another class with Dumbledore where he sees a vision of um, Tom Riddle talking to his uncle Morphin um, and kind of seeing their interaction before then, you know, we then find out that like right after that happens, Tom Riddle at 16 years old, this is like between, <laughs> like this is the summer break, like he goes to Hogwarts at this time. He finishes up his his OWLs, um, and then he goes off to Little Hangleton, talks to his uncle, and then murders his father and grandparents, um, and then frames his uncle for them for for the for the murder. 
Um, Just, you know, marking people. It's, you at know, 16, and he's, modif- it's he's, just, mo- he's modifying memories. Like that's just owl level work, you know. It, no, that's some other stuff. Cause I don't. Harry can't modify nobody's memory to take He's the fall for some shit. He's just trying to advance to his new levels, you know. I'm just um, saying, man, y'all gotta step your game up. <laughs> like you ain't gotta murder nobody, but like study harder. Study harder. That's all. Cause like I mean, Hermione could if she really Hermione had could murder do in her soul. Well, Hermione um, at, at eighteen or uh, however old she was. Eight, yeah. modified her parents memory so hermione got it right like yeah if she had murder in her soul it'd be over for everybody yeah but luckily like she had a time turner a whole year luckily she does not she could have time turned to the future and like murks and people and then came back like hey i'm 13 yeah but she didn't because she is a good Doesn't person have murder in her soul no nope. and she's not trying to split her soul into many pieces exactly um, and then also, so Harry tells Dumbledore about, this is before the memory, but I just, I forgot. Um, Harry tells Dumbledore about the conversation between Snape and Malfoy. Dumbledore's like, put that from your mind. And <laughs> Harry's kind of upset about oh, it, man. but like, you know, Harry should just mind his business. Um, and then they also see a memory of, let's see, Slughorn's memory um, where Tom Riddle, after having murked his um, father and grandparents, come he comes back to school because you know he hasn't graduated yet, um, and he asks he asks Slughorn about Horcruxes. Um, it's very clear that Slughorn has tampered with the memory because it's not it's very clearly like not accurate in like the way it's that some it's, really bad copy and paste like yeah, it's really bad Photoshop basically basically um, and so Dumbledore gives Harry the first bit of homework um in his in this class um is and he's supposed to get the real memory from slughorn um and so that's kind of where we left off <sighs> sorry can't help it <laughs> it could not it just it came in sleep con I, begins now oh my gosh it's, it's coming soon come soon come okay so chapter 18 birthday surprises so the next day, Harry confided in both Ron and Hermione the task that Dumbledore had set to them, set to him, though separately. Um, Ron thought that Harry was unlikely to have any trouble with Slughorn. He loves you. Um, won't refuse you anything, will he? Not his little potions prints, which is kind of funny considering. Gross. Yes. I mean, I guess it's more punny. Um, yeah. Just hang back after stuff. class this afternoon and ask him. Um, Hermione, however, is like, he must be determined to hide what really happened if Dumbledore couldn't get it out of him. Um, horcruxes, horcruxes, I've never even heard of them, which is kind of the first time that this happens, right? Where Hermione can't even be of help, right? Like she yeah. can't even be like, well, here's at least the textbook definition of like, what a horcrux is. A tec- like no one's even put this in the glossary of a textbook. Right. Um, and so this is because Dumbledore removes the books from the library and we'll find it out in like, a, in, I guess like two months from now, but like, you know, spoiler heavy and all that. Um, so he removed it from there so that kid, like kids wouldn't be able to read up on it and learn more about it. Um, and so that's why Hermione, who, you know, as we know, has read every book in the library, does not, does not know about this particular bit of magic. Um, Should we, um, introduce our, our favorite 11 year olds theory now or wait until, uh, Dumbledore gets into it later? Part of me wants to wait until the recap. Yeah. Yeah. I want to wait until the recap. Okay. Just because... Well, 
Stay tuned, y'all. Yeah. Some mind-blowing theories Some, came out of LeakyCon yo. about Horcruxes. And I just wanted you to know that so that you can tune into the recap when we do it. Boom. Preview. Boom. Suspense. Tease. Trailer. Teases. Um, <laughs> they must be really advanced dark magic, or why would Voldemort have wanted to know about them? Um, you'll have to be very careful about how you approach Slughorn. Think out a strategy. Ron reckons I should just hang back after potions this afternoon, which is like, why would you like, so first of all, read the room, (laughs) well, read the room, right? Like, so first of all, like very clearly Hermione is not talking to Ron, right? But also like, when has Hermione ever steered you wrong? Like she's always right. When was Ron right? Like when, when was Ron right? But then also like, if you had to really take advice between somebody, like just like thinking about (laughs) all that Hermione has ever done, like, She's never been wrong, and this time you're like, oh, well, I think Ron might be have it right this time, really? No. Like, she saved your life. She's, like, never really steered you in the wrong direction. If Ron you is listen just to like, Wizard Team Live, they count out the times uh, at LakeyCon. They counted out the times that Hermione was right or saved their lives, and... Like, there was a whole list, and then the audience was just like, you forgot this, 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 right. this, and this. Because it's so many, and I'm because sure we still missed, always right. and I'm sure we still missed things. We definitely So, did. I'm just, I personally don't understand why Harry would take Ron's advice over Hermione's when they're, like, it just, but, and I, and you know, Hermione feels the same way, and she says, oh, well, if Juan Juan thinks that, you'd better do it. <laughs> after all, after all, when has Juan Juan's judgment ever been faulty? Which is like, Okay, I I don't. No lies. I'm I'm very I'm very confused. Hermione, can't you? No, she said angrily and stormed away. Um, because again, it's not on Hermione to forgive Ron. Ron is still acting a fool. It's on him to realize that he's tripping and to apologize. He's tripping, right? And and also, again, it's not about. Like, it's partly about Ron and Lavender, but it's also just about the fact that, like, Hermione is always right, and Ron, never, he doesn't, like, this is not his expertise. So, like, if you're going to listen to one of them in this particular instance, like, if it was something else. Like, why would you go to Ron when, about, um, trying to win over a teacher? Like, I just, I'm very confused. Like, Hermione is the queen at trying to win over her teacher. It's literally what she does. Like, I don't understand why you would think that Ron, who pays his le- less attention in class than you do, would be the person you take advice from when you need to sway a teacher to give you, base, you know, give you information. It just, or <sighs> it doesn't. It's just not it smart. Just, it doesn't Mary's make sense. Not a Ravenclaw. He's not. Um, potions lessons were uncomfortable. Or Hermione in this case. <laughs> um. Hermione moved her cauldron around the table so that she was close to Ernie and ignored both Harry and Ron. Um, I mean, we could have had more of that relationship. Like, why she chose Ernie? Why not somebody else? Well, I think it's because it's just, like, they're at that table. I think it's, like, an assigned... Well, like, they... I don't know if it's assigned, but, like, they chose that table in the beginning of the year, and now they're kind of stuck there, maybe. She could have gone over with the Ravenclaws. Yeah. But I don't think none of them want to sit with Ron and Harry, to be honest. (laughs) um so slughorn enters um and says lots of work to get through this afternoon gall palat's third law who can tell me but miss granger can of course um hermione recited at top speed 
Gopalat's third law states the antidote that the antidote for a blended poison will be equal to more than the sum of the antidotes for each of the separate components. Um, which, like, I understand what this means. Um, I'm glad you. But did. it reminds me of um, I don't know. It's like calculus or like physics. I would assume physics. I didn't take physics because I was like, nah. I already know. I don't have the range. But, like, and I also really am sad that I don't have the range because, like, it would help my time travel, like, theories and obsessions mm-hmm. be much easier. Or, like, just, it would it would help it. Um, yeah. But also, like, I, no, I couldn't. <laughs> but, like, and even, like, chemistry, like, I didn't, I could not, like, oh, only no reason chemistry. I got, like a, like, a good grade in chemistry in high school was because it was very easy to just kind of copy what they were doing. I didn't understand it. <laughs> but I was just doing what the teacher said to do, right? Like I wasn't, I wasn't like it wasn't sinking in. I was just repeating it, and so it was fine. Um, the reason why I passed chemistry was because my lab partner, who is now a doctor, um, right. <laughs> was getting A plus grades. Right. So she was my lab partner, and so it was just like I would fail like every test, but because we were getting A's on my science on my lab uh, tests or lab papers or whatever um it would balance it out Mm -hmm. it's the only reason why i got a d i mean i ended up having to take i had to take chemistry in college (laughs) and that was annoying and i hated it but like i think i might have got a b but like it took there are some some classes where like i mean also once i declared a major all my tests and finals were essays so that's different yeah but like yeah it took like so much studying of that one class all my other classes i like I studied, but you know, it was fine. I had it down. I understood what was happening. But that class, I like, spent. What would I need to take at Hogwarts as an elective in my new years? That would not like I can't take potions. Like I'd have to. I'd be in charms and transfiguration, maybe. But not. I can't do potions. Like I could never. Like obviously, I would never be an or because like who wants to be wizard police? But right. <laughs> but like. Just, like, considering what we, you and I are now in terms of, like, being writers, like, what are the options in terms of Hogwarts classes for people who don't want to do, you know, yeah. who don't want to do math and science? It's not clear. <laughs> no. I mean, because um, they don't Ari- teach reading. Ariana in the chat was like, the communicative and associative properties and just being a writer, I know what those words mean. <laughs> But not understanding the science, I don't remember what those words mean. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so what so what Gopalat's third law is right. So. Yeah. So um. So Slughorn is like ten points for Gryffindor. Now, if we accept that Gopalat's third law is true, and Harry was gonna have to take Slughorn's word for it that it was true because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Only Hermione <laughs> seems to be following what Slughorn is saying. But what they're saying though is is like. So you have a blended poison, right? So you're like putting all these things together and it's a poison. And the antidote for it is it's basically it's the different a antidotes for the every, separate components put every together. Single poison. Right. Mm-hmm. Um which obviously But I think is... it's I think it's a little bit more than that. It has to be more. So cuz it's equal to more than the sum. Just as... Right? So it's equal to more than like the so if you had like a fourth of like some poisonous thing, it would have to be more of that antidote for it, and then you just kind of throw it in. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like mostly understand what you're saying. 
Um, also, this is Chekhov's uh, very ham-fistedly placed gun. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like she's usually more subtle than this. Or at least it would have been, um, it, it wouldn't it, have all been like in the same in a chapter. Previous chapter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it would have been like two chapters ago. And then it's like, oh, and now we're learning something different. And then, you know, what happens, happens. But yeah. No, this is interesting. It's all in the same chapter. It is. Um, so Thelcorn says, our primary aim is not the relativity um, simple. Well, sorry. He says, which means, of course, that assuming we have achieved correct identification of the potion's ingredients by Scarpin's Revella spell, um, our primary aim is not the relatively simple one of selecting antidotes to those ingredients in and of themselves, but to find that added component that will, by an almost alchemical process, transform these disparate elements. Um, okay, so it means, so you ha- you get all the antidotes of that thing, and then there's something else that is what, like, kind of bonds it together to make it work right. on all of it. And I also wonder if there are certain poisonous antidotes that don't go together. Mm-hmm. You know, like that are reactive against each other. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh well, this one needs this, and this one needs that, and somehow the poison is all in one, but the antidotes cannot be combined together. Like they cannot be mixed together. I wonder. Right. And so Delia says that she appreciates that this is the most we've learned in a Hogwarts <laughs> class in a long time as the reader, which is super true. Which is like. Because I'm sitting here like, okay, I understand what what is happening. And I also understand why it's confusing because, like, what? Um, And also, you know, it it also shows us kind of the differences between, like, a newt level class and uh, besides just, like, nonverbal spells, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, seeing how it does. Because it's it's less of, like, oh, we're learning how to make this spell because that's kind of what Harry... And that's also why Harry does well because he's just following instructions, which, again, is how I pass chemistry, right? You're just following the instructions (laughs) and you don't know why these things... And also he has that instinctive nature. Right. It's not like, why do these things go together? You're not not thinking about, like, oh, is this a a base element or whatever the fuck? Like, you're not thinking about those things. You're just like, it says to put the fluxweed and the knotgrass in here and that's what I'm doing. Um, and so this is something different where you have to, you have to be intuitive. You have to know what the, what the properties of these things are to understand like how you can fix it. Yeah. I I find it interesting. And I think you guys have talked about this before on the podcast in terms of what they learn and the order in which they learn it. So it's like they learn the spells and they learn how to do them. And then it seems like only after they get to their new level do they learn the theory and the history behind mm-hmm. those spells and who came up with what laws in order to decide why these spells do the things that they do and things like that. So, I mean, maybe... And maybe that isn't true because history of magic and we just don't know because Harry is right. so bored and everyone's so bored. But, um, so, like, maybe Binz is talking about who in the world Galpalot is. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, you're just expected to know who he is. And then to know that his third law, and then they're sort of breaking out the, the true um, essences of what that law means, as opposed to just learning that it exists. Yeah. So maybe that is what they're learning in history of magic, but Harry isn't learning it because of all the reasons. Just all of them. Yeah. That's just the worst. Um, so, Ron kept forgetting that he could no longer rely on Hermione to help him out of trouble when he failed to grasp what was going on. That's really the reason why he missed her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Selkorn says, I want each of you to come and take one of these files from my desk. You were to create an antidote for the poison within it before the end of the lesson. Good luck and don't forget your protective gloves. 
Um, Hermione goes and gets her stuff and is like, it's a shame that the prince won't be able to help you much with this, Harry. You have to understand the principles so involved smug. this time. No shortcuts or cheats. <laughs> She's so She's smug. She's so smug, but also I get it. I hella get it. Like, I could just picture and I, her and, like, mm-hmm. and like I, under- I bet you won't be able to figure it out this time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, and I, and I also like, I don't have a problem with Harry using the prince's like, um, like using the Half-Blood Prince book, right? Because he's just he's just using different direct. Like we've talked about the fact that he's just using different directions than everyone else. So it's not necessarily like cheating, but yeah, you're not. He's not learning anything, so he's getting all of this credit for not actually being like he's not a potions prodigy, right? And like yeah, that's that's Slughorn kind of putting a lot on it. But he in this moment he has to actually prove that he knows what he's doing, and he doesn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not like he's taking the prince's tips and, like, actually extrapolating anything from that. He's just, as you said, copying and pasting like he does in every other class, but the prince can't actually... Because, like, I'm sure that there is a way for him to use what the prince is, like, putting in the book. What Snape is putting in the book mm-hmm. to um, to actually learn things. Like, I'm sure sometimes on the page, like... There are, are in, like, you can sort of see the places where the prince got the ideas from. Right, if you were, like, actually reading the things, thing. Right, um, in the corners or whatever. So, like, I'm sure the notes could be helpful. And, like, if Hermione had the book, she would have an even greater understanding of, of the subject because she would know the original way to do it and then the prince's way to do mm-hmm. it. And then she would sort of be like, well, how did he figure that out? And, like, she'd already be, like, ten steps ahead of, like, Right. How the two different methods work and then which one was best. And, like, she would already have, like, graphs and spreadsheets and stuff. <laughs> but Harry's just like, well, I'm going to just do this other way. Right. He's not thinking critically about it or trying to figure out why it's different and why it works better. He's just doing it. Yeah. Um. So, so Harry did not have a famous idea of what he was supposed to do. You sure the prince hasn't got any tips? Ron muttered to Harry. Um... Desperate. Harry pulls out the copy and looks and turns to the chapter on antidotes. There was Gulpalot's third, wa- third law, sorry, sta- uh, stated word for word as Hermione had recited it, but not a single illuminating note in the prince's hand to explain what it meant. Apparently the prince, like Hermione, had no difficulty understanding it. Um, Hermione was now waving her wand enthusiastically over the cauldron. They could not copy the spell she was doing because she was now so good at nonverbal incantations that they did not need that, that she did not need to say the words aloud because she and is a I'm boss. I'm sure she was, but also she was just like, if I learn nonverbal spells, Ron can't copy off of me. Right. I'm sure that was you know a subconscious, maybe conscious reason for why she was just like, I'm already going to be good at this, but. Oh, this extra plus? Okay, mm-hmm. I can take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not a bad uh, <laughs> addition. Exactly. Um, and then Ernie is muttering Specialis Revelio over his cauldron, which sounded impressive, so Harry and Ron hastened to imitate him, which is like, they should have learned that. But like, Ernie knows that because he learned it in a class, and y'all are in the same classes. So you <laughs> should also know that. But. Like, cause even like when Slughorn is talking, he says like you use Scarpin's Revella spell. So like, yeah, he mentioned it. Yeah, Um, but they you know don't know what's going on. Um, So it took Harry only five minutes to realize his reputation as the best potion maker in class was crashing around his ears. Hermione's expression could not have been any smugger. She had loathed being outperformed in every potions class. Um, She was now decanting the mysteriously 
separated ingredients of her poison into 10 different crystal files. Um, Harry turns back to the book and sees scrawled right under a long list of antidotes, just shove a bezoar down their throats. Um, yeah. So, so Sterling in the chat says that she's giggling on the inside knowing that they can't copy her. Um, and Delia's like, yeah, she's having the best class right now. She's just, she's, <laughs> she's like, this is lit. I'm in my element. I'm about to win. Um, but then Harry sees the note, just shove a, shove a bezoar down their throat. And so, um, Harry stares at the words. Hadn't he once long ago heard of bezoars? Hadn't Snape mentioned them in his the first- The one time he listened in class. The one time. Um, in their first ever potions lesson. A stone taken from the stomach of a goat, which will protect from most po- poisons. Um, it was not an answer to Galpalot, to the Galpalot problem. Um, and had Snape still been their teacher, he would not have dared to do it. But this was a moment for desperate measure. So he goes to grab a bezoar. Um, time's up. And Slughorn goes around um, to inspect. Uh, nobody had finished the task, although Hermione was trying to cram a few more ingredients into her bottle before Slughorn reached her. Um, and so Slughorn looks at her po- her po- her potion, Ernie's, Ron's, um, says, and you, Harry, what have you got to show me? Harry holds the bezoar out. Slughorn looks at it for 10 seconds and then roars with laughter. You've got nerve, boy. Oh, you're like your mother. Is he really, though? Because I feel like his mother would have done the lesson. Because, and I think, like, the, the problem, right, is that, like, Harry doesn't actually learn anything here. And he's not mm-hmm. actually answering the question. Like, he's not doing the lesson. Yeah. Right? And, like, he's not, yeah. he's not, um, so, like, so, so he work. failed, right? Like, he he failed. He did not do the lesson. But Slughorn, yeah. in part because he's Harry Potter, is like, oh, and but this is. because Slughorn likes to favor people. Right. And he's trying to be on the side of, you know, the chosen one. Right. And, like, because I, because I would look at that like, okay, but that wasn't the answer to, that's not what I asked you to like, do. Like, you can take a test and get the answer right, but if you don't show your work, you can at most get partial credit. Right. Some teachers will absolutely take away your points, but, like... It's partial credit, but then also... It's not the answer to the question, right? Or to the the assignment. Like, he's not doing the assignment. The assignment was to to create an antidote based on Gopalot's third law. And instead, he's saying, let's... Here, I know this will work on most poisons. But that's not, like, what... Like, the Bezoar isn't the answer to Gopalot's third law. Um, Correct. And, and, but Slughorn's like, I can't fault you. A Bezoar would certainly act as an antidote to all these potions. And it's like, no, it's a shortcut. It's a lazy shortcut. Um, mm-hmm. And then Hermione is sweaty faced and had soot on her nose looking livid. Her half finished antidote comprising 52 ingredients, including, including a chunk of her own hair bubbled sluggishly behind Slughorn, who had eyes for nobody but Harry. Like she's under, underappreciated and overlooked and she's doing all of this work. And not getting recognized for it, and Harry can just pull a bezoar out of the out of the cupboard that he it's not even his bezoar, right? Like it's in the, it's the school stores. He didn't buy it. Yeah. Like even maybe yeah. if he had bought it and like it was in his own little potion making kit, like okay, you could get a little no. bit more credit for that. But no, you, not even then. You, I mean, not even then. But like in this case, like you literally did nothing except for go to walk to the like school mm-hmm. supply, pull out a bezoar, and be like, here. Yeah. Like it's it's really ridiculous. In in the chat Amani says, but if any 
thing proves Hermione was a black woman. Here she is busting mm-hmm. her ass, doing the work. Meanwhile, Harry walks up doing nothing and gets all the credit. Um, Delia says twice as much, half as far. Um, and then Sterling says white chosen one privilege. So it's just, it's very, it's like Harry just getting this because he's Harry Potter and not because he actually yeah. knows what he's doing or is even really trying. Because I think that if he had like read, like actually tried to read Gaupalot's thing, because it's not, like it's complicated and it's weird, but like yeah. you can kind of parse it and figure out what that means. And if you were yeah, been kind of- attempt to try to figure out any- his first answer was like, let me find a shortcut as opposed to, oh no, I'm fa-. like, if he had tried, but then was failing or like it was going in poorly, then maybe it's like, okay, as a last ditch effort, let me go find this bezoar. He didn't even have a cauldron full of potion. Right. He just went straight for the bezoar. And then this is my thing too, is like, you want to be an Auror. <laughs> and like, so this, carry a this is all the time. Right, like, this is the class that you're taking because it's like, to help you with your career you like we're at a, we're at a point life. now that like sure you may not like i definitely took classes that i chose in college and then ended up not liking but it yeah. also it's still like it's it's going to your to your goal and it's the thing you're going to have to know as an r you can't just like be an r and not know how to create an antidote for poisons or like or at least be able to like know or like recognize what those different properties are right like you may not have yeah, to make the make the that. antidote, but you should at least understand like why it works, or how to tell other people like if you want to move up as an or, you right. should be able to be like, well, you can't always rely on that bezoar in your pocket. You have to be able to you know put these things two things together. So maybe during the or academy or whatever they call it, he has to relearn this lesson. But I don't even think he gets. I think he gets made an R right after. I'm as far as I can remember, yeah, he doesn't even right. have to take any right. tests. So I'm sure everybody's yeah. just like rolling their eyes at him because he don't know any goddamn potions and he never finished his seventh year all because he used Expelliarmus on Voldemort all of a sudden he could be an R but he don't know basic ass R skills because he didn't finish school him and half the the new he's like the Hagrid of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement him and Ron but like yeah yeah because I think like canonically a little Post canonically, Joe said like Neville may have been in it for a minute, but and then he dipped real fast. Like, why did I do yeah. that? Yeah. Um, and so I feel like a bunch of other um students got made like just put into the aura class, but it was that was not smart. No, it wasn't. They have tests for a reason. It took Tonks three years to become an R after graduating mm-hmm. school for a reason. Yeah, that's the school. Yeah. Um, and you thought the bees are all by yourself, did you, Harry? Uh, Hermione asked through gritted teeth. That's the individual spirit a real potion maker needs, except he didn't make a potion. <laughs> and so, and Slughorn's like, yes, Harry, yes, if you got a bees at to hand, of course, that would do the trick. Although, as they don't work on everything and are pretty rare, it's still worth knowing how to mix antidotes, antidotes which is like, then why reward him? Right, it's like if they were readily available, but they're not even, they're rare, they're not even readily available. So, like, why reward him for something that, like, is not, it's not the answer to your, it's not the answer to your lesson. It's, they're rare, so it's not like it's something that's going to be useful in, like, real life situations. But he still gets um, an extra 10 points to Gryffindor for sheer cheek, which is like, what? 
there needs to be some sort of guidelines for this po- for the point system. Because this there doesn't make sense. Be. There just really needs to be. Like, just because I like the way you didn't do my assignment properly, I'm going to give you 10 points. Like, what? No. Okay. Sure. Um, Which means, like, it's easy for people like Snape to just be like, I didn't like the way you answered that question. Right. And therefore, I'm taking away 10 points. Right. Like, but she answered the question. Um... So, Harry dawdled behind, taking in an inordinate amount of time to do up his bag. Neither Ron nor Hermione wished him luck as they left, but both looking rather annoyed. Um, you don't got nobody on his side no. right now. So then... Ron's like, you couldn't help a brother out? Right. But, like, also... Couldn't split that Bezor in half? But also, like, Ron, what would it look like if y'all both held out the Bezor? <laughs> he didn't care. He just wanted that, that extra 10 points. And that wouldn't have happened if they all both would have been like... Here, look, like, nah, bro, no, it's not going, it's not how, it's not going to go down the way you think it will. Um, so Harry says, sir, um, I wanted to ask you something. Ask away then, my dear boy, ask away. Sir, I wonder. Just like at the end of class. Yeah. There's still like students kind of leaving. He's a teacher. He's not really, you know, he's not the best teacher, but he's, you know, been teaching lessons all day. Maybe he has some later. He wants to get some food and you not even like settling him in. There's no strategy on this. He says to the situation. All he says is, sir, I wondered what you know about, about Horcruxes. <laughs> the That's tact the of a you... bull in a no, china shop. Are you kidding me? Like, <sighs> like I you just... just verbatim. Ask the same question that Voldemort asked. Really? That's the way you're going to get this memory from him? When he's clearly traumatized from having made that decision to tell him the answer. Like, so it's like he literally erased, like, a, a, adjusted his memory so that other people and himself could be fooled into thinking he didn't say it. And you want to ask it the same way. And you think you're going to get the same response as Voldemort when 50 years later he done changed his entire brain? I'm like, it doesn't. I'm, I'm not understanding. Like, there's nothing like, hey, I wanted to ask you about a pensieve, or like, maybe thinking about memories and how they work, or like, hey, maybe like, don't jump right into Horcruxes, maybe, you know. There's a bit of advanced magic that I'm interested in talking about. Do you have time later today to speak with me about it, or sometime later this week? Right. Do you have any time right now for me to discuss this with you? Maybe we should go to your office, as opposed to still sitting in the same classroom. There's just so many things. Again, like Hermione said, strategy, right? Like, you're just saying, oh have you heard about horcruxes he's gonna be like yeah well let me just tell you all about it even if he did do that that doesn't guarantee he's gonna give you the memory right like it's just the problem you're not there to ask him what horcruxes are you're there to ask him for the memory and so the way that you approach that is not in the exact same way that he was approached in the memory that he is clearly hiding himself and other people from it doesn't say what ron's ron thought he should do after hanging back in potions it just says ron reckons i should hang back after potions this afternoon and then hermione cuts him off but it's like well what did ron say like was this well, Ron's think- entire plan also well yeah so ron oh, he just says um he's saying just hang back after class and ask him so just ask him like and so like delia says if Harry could just ask and get the answer. Why would Dumbledore ask him to do it? Like, 
he very clearly does not want people to know. So if you're just going straight forward, also the ask question him, wasn't about horcruxes. No, it's Dumbledore about the knows what horcruxes are. Right. Like that wasn't that still wasn't the question he was supposed to be asking. It was supposed to be like, "Hey, hey, Professor Slughorn, I heard you were a teacher here in nineteen twenty whatever. Um, I heard that you maybe had a student of the name Tom Riddle, which is like a you know." Most people kind of don't really know that Tom Riddle is Voldemort's name. Like, you have to kind of be in the right circles mm-hmm. to actually, like, connect those two dots. So it's just like, I heard you had a student. He won special services to the school in, you know, 19, whatever. Um, did he have a strange conversation with you one day? I just wanted to sit down. With, like, there were so many other ways to I go just, about it. And yeah. also, like, to actually ask the question he was supposed to be asking because that wasn't it. Right, because the question, again, like you said, Dumbledore knows about Horcruxes. What he needs to know is what is really what Voldemort needed to know about Horcruxes. It's like, what was he asking about Horcruxes? What was, like, the thing that made him interested in doing that, right? Like, it's not just, like, we know, okay, yeah, sure, he can split his soul, great. But, like, how many times? That's really, you know, it's not, like, most people only do it once. So what is, how many times did he do it? Like, what are the kind of things that he, um... Like, there are other questions that were asked after that, but instead... Right. Harry just... It doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, what did you say, Mrs. Slughorn? I asked whether you knew anything about Horcruxes, sir. You see, Dumbledore put you up to this, whispered Slughorn. Um, he looked shocked and terrified. <laughs> Dumbledore's shown, that, shown you that, that memory. Well, hasn't he? Yes, said Harry. Yes, of course, said Slughorn. Of course. Well, if you've seen that memory, Harry, you'll know that I don't know anything, anything <laughs> about Horcruxes. Sir, said Harry, desperately, I just thought there might be a bit more to the memory. Did you, said Slughorn, then you were wrong, weren't you? Wrong. He bellowed the last word and then slammed the dungeon sh- door shut behind him. I said good day, sir! Like, should have listened to Hermione. <laughs> If you had been like, if Hermione would have been like, we have to figure out a strategy, maybe. And then if you hadn't been an asshole to her in potions, maybe she would help you and then you could be able to figure out the thing. But instead you blundered in Because here. it's not just about like not getting the answer that first time. It's about not getting the answer anymore because now Slughorn's going to be He's like prepared. super distant and like not want to talk to you one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you screwed it up for every every following instance of you trying to to do it because you didn't try to do it right the first time exactly um neither ron nor hermione was at all sympathetic when harry told them of his this disastrous interview um hermione was still seething at the way that hermione sorry that harry had triumphed without doing the work properly and ron was resentful that he hadn't slipped him a bezoar too it would have looked stupid they are rare right which is like and harry's like it would have looked stupid if we had both done it um, and then said, I had to try him soft. I had to try and soften him up so I could ask him about Voldemort. Just like, no, that's not why you did it. You did that it because you didn't want to be that looked at. That was Joe saying that she wrote Hermione as not having skin tone. So, like, I mean, Harry. I was like some retroactive, like, yeah. well, obviously, this is what I was trying to do. That is that's not, not what, what he was, was thinking. He was thinking, like, oh shit, I'm not going to be his favorite student anymore. And he's not going to, like, he's going to know I'm a fraud. But not like, oh shit, I'm not going to be able to ask him about That was not in your head. Um, So Harry brooded over the next few days over what to do next about Slughorn. He decided for the time being he would let Slughorn think he had forgotten all about Horcruxes. Um, And when Harry didn't 
questioned Slughorn again. The potion's master reverted to his usual affection and affectionate treatment treatment of him. Um, Harry waited for an invitation to one of his um, evening parties, but no such invitation arrived. That sounds so like twenties or whatever. Yeah, it's just so his little evening parties. Yeah, yeah. Um, Slughorn was not quite as forgetful as he appeared. Simply determined to give Harry no additional opportunities to question him. Um, so he's like, you're not yeah. finna catch me by <laughs> myself. <in> streets. <laughs> not happening. Um, the Hogwarts library had failed Hermione for the first time in living memory. She was so shocked. She even forgot that she was annoyed with Harry for his trick with the Bezor. I haven't found a single explanation of what Horcruxes do. All I could find was this in the introduction to Magic Most Evil... Um, of the Horcrux, wickedest of magical inventions, we shall not speak or nor give direction. I mean, why mention it then? She said impatiently. Um, and, uh, so now it's, it's February. Uh, the upshot of this was that the six years first apparition lesson was scheduled for Saturday morning. Um, and it took place in the great hall. When Harry and Hermione arrived in the hall, because Ron came down with lavender, they found that the tables had disappeared um, and they assembled in front of the, of the heads of houses and a small wizard, um, who Harry took to be the apparition instructor from the ministry. He was oddly colorless with transparent eyelashes, wispy hair, and an insubstantial air as though a single gust of wind might blow him away. Harry wondered whether constant disappearances and reappearances had somehow diminished his substance or whether this frail build was ideal for anyone wishing to vanish. <laughs> okay. So the Ministry Wizard's name is Wilkie Ty- Twycross um, and is going to be the apparition extractor for the next 12 weeks. Um, like, I feel like so at one point over the weekend we said this, um, a lot of wizarding names just sound real black. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's just some, some, just a little bit black about the first name Wilkie. Wilkie, yeah. Just like Uncle Wilkie over there. Yeah, it reminds me of like Willis or mm-hmm. um, there's another name that I'm not thinking of right now. Will, Will Cox or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Malfoy, be quiet and pay attention, barked McGonagall. Uh, Malfoy just flushed a dull pink. He looked furious as he stepped away from Crab, with whom he appeared to have been having be, been having a whispered argument. Um, as you may know, it is usually impossible to apparate or disapparate within Hogwarts. The headmaster has lifted this enchantment, this enchantment, sorry, purely within the Great Hall for one hour. Um, I would like for each of you to place yourselves now so that you have a clear five feet of space in front of you. Um, so everyone's, you know, splitting up. Um, but Harry decides instead of, you know, staying with Hermione, he's he moves quickly through the crowd um, so that he is able to position himself in the back of the crowd directly behind Malfoy. Like, boy, if you don't go sit down. I, so he overhears them. I don't know how much longer it'll be, all right, said Malfoy. It's taking longer than I thought I would. Malfoy opens his mouth, but, or sorry, Crab opened his mouth, but Malfoy appeared to second guess what he was going to say. Look, it's none of your business. What I'm doing, Crab, you and Goyle, just do as you're told and keep a lookout. I tell my friends what I'm up to if I want them to keep a lookout for me, Harry said. Just loud enough for Malfoy no, to don't. hear him. So... First of all, wasn't the point to be stealth and to overhear what he's saying? Like, <laughs> what's that? Why would what's you? That? You went over there to find out what he's talking about. So then, why would you call attention to the fact that you're there to taunt him? Like, no, I don't. I don't know what that, that is. That doesn't make sense. Self? I'm confused. I didn't by learn that. that word. 
we don't have like English class at Hogwarts, True. so I didn't I didn't get that far. So okay. vocabulary words really stumped me. Okay. So you know, it's just really difficult to understand. I'm just I'm just so I don't understand. Like this, this is twice in a row though. Like, he didn't learn that you need to be self from his situation with Slughorn. And here he goes, barrel rolling into Malfoy. So what are you up to? I just don't, I don't understand. I really don't understand. As they're saying in the chat, no tact, no stealth. Nothing, none of that. Nosy, nosy as hell. Um, (laughs) Malfoy spun around on the spot, his hand flying to his wand. Um, But in that precise moment, the four heads of houses shouted quiet and silence fell again. Uh, Malfoy turned slowly to face the front. Thank you, said Twycloss. Now then. Um, he waved his wand. Old-fashioned wooden hoops instantly appeared the f- in the floor in front of everyone. The important thing to remember when apparating are the three Ds. Destination, determination, deliberation. Step one, fix your mind firmly on the desired destination, um, which is there inside the hoop. Um, and so everyone starts to focus on the hoop. This proved impossible for Harry because he couldn't stop puzzling over what Malfoy was doing with that needed lookouts. Because as we know, he does not know how to close his goddamn mind. <laughs> and stop thinking about things that have nothing to do with him. He's always trying to, he's either too upset to clear his mind for occlumency or he's too nosy to clear his mind to learn how to <laughs> freaking apparate. Like mind your business. Just mind your business, bro. Step two, focus your determination to occupy the visualized space. Um, let your yearning to enter it flood from every... Mm, this is gross reading out loud. <laughs> let Focus your determination to occupy the visualized space. Let your yearning to enter it flood from your mind to every particle of your body. Oh my god, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> you know, the puberty book. <laughs> but like, and Harry doesn't think like, he doesn't even go like, ah, No, sir. no, he doesn't know what that is. No one says that's what she said. Like, I just can't believe that. <laughs> because what? No one's snickering or giggling at what he said. What? I'm, it's, and also what's really funny is that like, I've obviously, you know, read these books like a thousand times, but I've never read it out loud. So, like, reading it in my head, I'm just like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. But as I started to read that out loud, I was like, yo, calm down. <laughs> like, chill out, please. I'm some, like, skinny little small teacher at the front of the room. Oh, my God. That's a giggle. That's that's giggle-worthy in any, any it's, other. It's got to be. Amani <laughs> said as Harry can't stop thinking about Draco at the moment. <laughs> I just, my goodness. Wow, okay. Step three, um, and only when I give the command, turn on the spot, feeling your way into nothingness, move with deliberation. On my command now, one, Harry glanced around again. Lots of people were looking positively alarmed at being asked to apparate <laughs> so quickly because, again, teaching magic is a lot of trial and error. They're just like, and I'll, you know, just do it. He, just do it. And also, like, his destination, determination, deliberation, even with his, like, descriptions, is still very, like, it's not tangible at all right like Mm -hmm. there's nothing you you can't really see any of that and so you're saying this just do this thing and it's just like not there it's not they aren't clear steps really at all at all um 
<laughs> Harry spun on the spot, lost balance, and nearly fell over. He was not the only one. The whole hall was suddenly full of staggering people. Neville was flat on his back. Ernie McMillan, on the other hand, had done a kind of pirouetting leap into his hoop and looked looked momentarily thrilled until they caught sight of Dean Thomas roaring it with laughter at him. <laughs> never mind, never mind, said Twycross dryly, who did not seem to have expected anything better. Adjust your hoops, please, and ple- back to your original positions. The second attempt was no better than the first. The third was just as bad. Not until the fourth did anything exciting happen. There was a horrible screech of pain, and everyone looked around, terrified to see Susan Bones of Hufflepuff wobbling in her hoop with her left leg still standing five feet away where mm-hmm. she had started. No. Okay. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so actually, what should have happened before the three Ds was a, like a long lesson on splinching, mm-hmm. and what could happen if you messed up your three Ds, and how to... You need to learn about splinching. You need to know some some past incidences of splinching. You need to know how to fix so splinching. So what this reminds me of, if it occurs, as you say this, and obviously like this is maybe <sighs> maybe it's not slightly more extreme. So it reminds me of when I was in the eighth grade, um, and our sex ed was literally our gym teacher oh, no. showing us pictures <laughs> of STDs and just screaming no. at us like chlamydia. Like, is this K- what you want? L A <laughs> right um. you will get gonorrhea and die like no my dude like she would literally like just scream. and then of course because like she somehow knew like some kids who were like together and, it, and so then she would be calling out kids specifically like is this what you want so and so and then you're just sitting here like oh, mad no. uncomfortable and not trying to look at the damn screen because it just got this big ass picture of somebody <laughs> with like herpes and you're just like why this is not helpful I feel helpful. like I wish I, I feel like I wish this were more um because I don't know how sex ed works in the UK and like how classes work but I kind of wish this were a more pointed allegory to that kind of lesson yeah um and I think it's it's somewhat in there but I think that the way you know with the way Joe writes allegory um in some of the other instances I think it could have been a more pointed um comparison but maybe it's not Maybe it's not as bad in the UK um, as it is in America, but oh boy, because yeah, that is that is what happens. You just don't do it. Do it. Here's the thing, and there's no background or tact or stealth in teaching these kids how to do something that's like super important for the rest of your life. You know, like poor girl has a whole leg. Well, and we also have to talk about that part. So like the idea of splinching and how it sort of he, you know, when it's first introduced, it's kind of a joke where, you know, it's like splinched his eyebrow or splinched, you know, half of them was left in Surrey or whatever. But then as the books get, I guess, more dense and more um, young adults, it's sort of like. It actually starts, it's actually like a a, a, a real danger. Um, and it's weird that it's sort of introduced. And I guess it's just as she envisioned it more since she had given herself this like far, far reaching goal of when she had to introduce it. Like she didn't actually have to use it until her sixth book. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like the more she thought about it, the more she could use it as a plot tool to make people hurt. <laughs> <Yikes>. But <laughs> I can make uh, <laughs> them hurt if I want to. 
But it's sort of like, at first it was really funny and it was just like, it just seemed like, oh, someone just has to go get your limbs and nothing is bad, nothing bad happens. And even here, she's just, she's horrified, but it's not like she's bleeding profusely. But then we well, get like, to I Deathly think... Hollows and like Bronze, like, right, skin I think it gets is a little torn. bit more, yeah, like I think she probably is bleeding, but like because the teachers are there, they're able to just fix it very quickly. And like, you know what I mean? Like I guess, they just, but... and also because she's not going very far, right? Like so, her leg is still it's right there. Versus like when Ron and them are leaving, they're coming, they're going from the ministry to wherever they ended up. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's like so far away that you can't just like wave your wand and all of a sudden like that comes back because it's it's not. I'm, I'm assuming because they're like literally it's right there. It's an easy like fix. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, but also kinda, it's not. But like I said before, they've made it. Um just seemed like you could leave it like miles away and you know some people would go get it and put you back together and it would be fine as opposed to i don't know just now it seems like oh man if you splint yourself it's over yeah as opposed to it's kind of kind of a quick fix if you have the right people yeah i don't know yeah so susan is sobbing but is reunited with her leg splinting or the separation of random body parts said wokey twycross Dispassion- you can't start after dispassionately though so he's just like yeah this is a thing that could happen like what <laughs> the chat is getting super extra <laughs> very pg-13 yikes okay <laughs> Portia wondered if one placement is also supposed to allude to sex and hence harry never wondering knowing what to do with his and i'm honest like fortune jesus <laughs> not for another uh couple chapters <laughs> Um, so, and so, and this dude is not like, hey, yeah, sorry, I know you just saw this girl get, like, split from her leg, but he's just like, this is what happens when you're insufficiently determined. You must concentrate continuously upon your destination and move without haste, but with deliberation, thus. Like, what? Shut up, bro. Go somewhere. Remember the three Ds and try again. Um, so... An hour later, Susan's Now everybody else is going to be scared, like, terrified. Right. Right. Um, And so nothing else really interesting happens. And then um, Twycross dismisses them as, like, until next Saturday. And do not forget destination, determination, deliberation. So how did you do? Asked Ron, hurrying toward Harry. I think I might have felt something the last time I tried. A kind of tingling in my feet. I expect your trainers are too small, Juan Juan, said a voice behind them. And Hermione stalked past. Um, I didn't feel anything, said Harry, ignoring the interruption, but I don't care about that now. Um, what do you mean you don't care? Don't you want to learn how to operate? And Harry's like, nah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, look, there's something I want to do, so they go up to Gryffindor Tower. It doesn't matter, I have to defeat Voldemort by myself at some point in the near to distant future, but I don't need to know how to operate, I need to know what Draco's up to. When I think about it, too, does he ever apparate on his own? I think he's always does side side along apparition because he's oh, never separated from Hermione, and every time like Hermione is the one to apparate them, they all right because you need to take a test place. and get your license. Yeah, Harry doesn't have his license. And he n- we never see him get his license, and so I he believe, doesn't have one. And I believe that Ron has his. 
Um, yeah. And like, and get granted, sure he does. doesn't have his license because he can't take the test until he's 17. And at the minute he turns 17, by the time he's he, yeah. after. So like, it's not even that. It's really yeah. just like, he does not. Right. Cause like Ron learns how to operate. Like he, yeah, he can, ap- like he learns how to operate and then takes birthday. the test. Harry never takes, never yeah. operates on his own. Like he does, he goes with Dumbledore in this, in these books he then does it yep. with Hermione pretty much the rest of the time. And there's never a moment where and he I'm sure, needs like, to do it by himself. Yeah, like maybe Ron was like in the sort of chap, you know, in the chapters in the forests when that we sort of like skim over where they all like are popping from place to place. Like maybe Ron takes them one place at some point because I'm sure it's like, we right. visited this place. Let's but go then here. also like Ron gets um, to leave. Remember like when they, when they get into the them. fight, Ron's like, well, I'm out and he operates and he's the, out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Harry doesn't get a moment to do that. And then even, like, when they are investigating or, like, staking out the Ministry of Magic, like, they're in Grimwald Place, so they're right around the corner from... Or not right around the corner, but he could, they could just take the train to the yeah, Ministry. Yeah, they walked. Yeah, they took... Yeah. So. Um, I wonder if... What are the rules, like, if you apparate without having taken your test? Like, what happens? Especially considering that, like... Because Harry could have considering i mean i guess they were trying to avoid the tracking of the ministry which seems like that would be the most logical thing like the ministry probably can track who's doing magic because even after he's 17 he doesn't ever operate by himself but if he had what would have happened yeah because it's not like he's under it's not like it was underage magic that he was doing he just doesn't have a license to do it but then it's like the ministry screwed up anyway and so it's like i guess mainly they just didn't have him operate because they didn't want the ministry tracing them even though, you know, like, the whole... I don't know. Yeah. So Sterling says that, over, says that so, yeah. um, he may apparate him and Dumbledore from the cave. Oh. That's possible. But that doesn't yeah. seem... Because Dumbledore was so weak at that point. Yeah. And so... So that may um, be possible, but also, like, still doesn't really seem like he should be able like to do that. he was still that. taking a little bit of... He was still taking a little bit of Dumbledore's, you know. Maybe, maybe Dumbledore's like Dumbledore beard. helped nudge him along a little bit. I was gonna bit. say, maybe... I was like, maybe some of, the, maybe some of the Dumbledore's hair got left in the... Behind... You know what I mean? Because I'm like... It doesn't seem based on... Right. And I'm not saying that this isn't true because I... Like, as Sterling is saying this, I'm kind of like, maybe he did do this. Yeah, I feel like that might but be true. But just like... Uh, not plot-wise, but like... Develop... Much like story-wise, it doesn't... It seems like... He shouldn't be, but I don't know. We'll get there. But I think he's right. Yeah. But yeah. other than that moment, I don't think he does it on his own ever again. I don't think he ever right. does it on his own. Not right. to say that he wasn't the then, one who apparated Dumbledore, but like he's always yeah. with someone apparating. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's interesting. Which is, in- yeah, super interesting. Like, all right, homie. Yeah. He hates it though, I guess, so. Um, so Harry rushes up to the dormitory, flings open his trunk, and rummages through it, um, and says to Ron, Malfoy's using Crab and Goyle as lookouts. He was arguing with Crab just now. I want to know. Aha. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Or Malfoy is anyway. Or Malfoy is anyway. And it's not like, clever. <laughs> and you could just mind your business. <laughs> go do your homework. Go, like, go <sighs> find something else to do, bro. Go study the 3Ds. You're going to need to learn how to operate if you want to be an Auror. Like, come on. Um. So Sorry, guys. I can't get to the crime scene until after you because I have to take a broom because I didn't learn how to op- or operate. Just, ugh. Gross. Um, so the Marauder's map appears and Harry's like, help me find Malfoy. 
Um, and then after a minute or so, Ron finds him in the Slytherin common room with Pansy, Blaze, Crab, and Goyle. Well, I'm keeping an eye on him from now on, said Harry firmly, which is like, sir, there's so many other things that you need to worry about. And he he says, the moment I see him lurking somewhere with Crab and Goyle, keeping watch outside, it'll be on with the old invisibility cloak and off to find out what he's... But also it took him till February. Yeah. To think of the Marauder's map that's been in his trunk. That tells you where everyone is. Mm-hmm. He's been wanting to know where every, where Malfoy is all year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's dumb. He broke off as Neville entered, bringing with him a strong smell of singed material and began rummaging in his trunk for a fresh pair of pants. I'm guessing his pants got splinched, maybe? Which is awkward. But do they burn? I guess. <laughs> what burn? Uh, it's <laughs> what <got> singed? <laughs> Oh, poor Neville. It's really not clear what happened, to be honest. It's like... (laughs) I wonder if it had nothing to do with apparition. It might not have. Like, it might have been something else entirely. He was somewhere else and was just like, I'm having having a day. I need everyone to sleep. I just need some new pants. Oh, you're still leaving me alone? Okay. Okay, poor Neville. Um, So... And, And is this pants... Is this an American translation of pants? Or... Is this underwear? Because oh, the British true. call pants underwear. <laughs> so it might not be his trousers. Oh, yikes. It's even worse. I'm like, what happened, Neville? <laughs> what happened? What's going on? Um, so Harry had no luck catching Malfoy in the next couple of weeks. He spotted Crab and Goyle moving along the castle on their own more often than usual, sometimes remaining stationary in deserted corridors. Um, but Malfoy was not only nowhere near him, but impossible to locate on the map at all. Um, Aha! Aha! He could only suppose that he was missing Malfoy amongst the hundred of tiny black dots upon the map, and as for the fact that Malfoy, Crab, and and Goyle appeared to be going their different ways when they were usually inseparable, these things happened as people got older. Ron and Hermione um, were living proof. And then it's March, um, and the next Hogsmeade trip has been cancelled, and Ron is upset because it was on his birthday, um, but Harry's like, it's not really a big surprise, not after what happened to Katie, who is still not returned from St. Mungo's. It's now March, and that happened, I believe, in October. Oh, my. Um, so she's missing, like, her entire seventh year. No one does their seventh year at Hogwarts. Like, the twins left, Katie's incapacitated, mm-hmm. Harry and Ron don't go back. Ugh. I'm like, maybe Katie comes, but I don't think she does. Because I think she they have her graduate, but like she comes back for the Battle of Hogwarts, but it just wouldn't make sense. Right, because like you wouldn't really go back. Maybe she's able. Like she wouldn't be able to go back to this her, year. Right. I don't know. It seems weird. Um, but now all I've got to look forward to is stupid apparition. Said Ron. Big <laughs> birthday treat. Um, three lessons on apparition was proving as difficult as ever, though a few more people had managed. It's interesting to that they don't themselves. consider sneaking out of the castle. Now that Ma- right. Harry's like, oh yeah, the Marauders map, that thing that I have, with all the secret tunnels yeah. that lead out I think to it's probably, the place we can't go. I think go. it's probably because of like, I mean, there's so many protections around Hogwarts right now, just because of like Voldemort yeah. being in power, and like maybe some of those halls are not patrolled, but it just seems like a dumb idea for Harry to like, yeah, just leave. I guess, for once but in his know, life, he also has lots of dumb ideas so um 
frustrations were running high, and there was a certain amount of ill feeling toward Wilkie Twycross and his three Ds, which had inspired a number of nicknames for him, the politest of which were Dog Breath and Dunghead. Um, Yikes. Yeah, those are... Like, I'm sure Beans there's are, like a dickhead in there mean. somewhere. <laughs> she just had to leave that one out because there are three Ds and she only used two exactly. of them. Exactly. Um... <laughs> Happy birthday, Ron, said Harry. Have a present. He threw a package across onto Ron's bed um, where it joined a small pile of uh, other presents that Ron has. Um, And so, and then he goes off to find the Marauder's Map. He turfs out half the contents of his trunk before he found it hiding between beneath a pair of rolled up socks in which he was keeping his bottle of Felix Felicis. It's but like it's weird that it would be under all this stuff given the fact that you are like taking it out every day to look every for day. Malfoy. And it's like why would you um why would you just not keep it at the top? Like who's looking through your trunk who doesn't already know that it's there? Like your trunk is in your room. Like you're expecting Dean and Neville and, and it's a to spare be like, bit of parchment. Like nobody's gonna like. That's what it looks like regularly. Like yeah. Like why? Why are you trying to hide it so hard? When you could just hide it like one level deep. Like what is he like shoving his hand into the trunk to put it to the bottom? Yeah. It's weird. Um. But I guess she also just wanted to lace that Felix um, reference. True. Just so we didn't forget it existed. True. Um, nice one, Harry, said Ron enthusiastically, waving the new pair of Quidditch Keepers gloves Harry had given him. No problem, said Harry. Hey, I don't think he's in bed. Like, dude, it's your best friend's birthday. Take a night, take a day off. It's fine. Take five seconds like, to be like, just, hey, happy birthday, you just bro. Woke up. <laughs> really? <sighs> um... Seriously, good haul this year, Ron announced. See what mom and dad got me. Blind me. I think I'll come of age next year, too. Cool, muttered Harry, sparing the watch a glance before peering more closely at the map. Like, dude, it's your best friend's birthday. Put the map away. Um, what a jerk. Want one, said Ron thickly, holding out a box of chocolate cauldrons. Bum, bum, bum. Um, no, thanks, bum. said Harry, looking up. Malfoy's gone again. Can't have done, said Ron. Come on. Um, if you don't hurry up, you'll have to apparate on an empty stomach. Might be easier, I suppose. Um, and then Ron helps himself to a third chocolate cauldron. Um, Harry wipes the map um, and is thinking there had to be an explanation for Malfoy's periodic disappearances, but he simply could not think of what it could be. The best way of finding yeah. out would be to tail him, but even with his invisibility cloak, it was, a practical, it was an impractical idea. Harry had lessons, Quidditch practice, homework, and apparition. He could not follow Malfoy around all school day. Or school all day without his absence being remarked upon. Like, why would you even consider that? I'm just... I don't... Uh, Portia in the chat says, I always figured Harry's failure to investigate was tied into his inflated ego. Because she's a shade queen. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, if he and the twins and the Marauders didn't know how to work around Hogwarts entry points without the map, neither of them could... Neither Without the map, then neither could Malfoy... Um, Amani says, I can see that, but feel like it's also mostly laziness. <laughs> Just like his other attempts at stealth or tact or potions. Yeah. Ready, Harry said to Ron. He was halfway to the dormitory door when he realized Ron had not moved, but was leaning on his bedpost, staring out of the rain-washed window with a strangely unfocused look on his face. 
Ron, breakfast. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. I thought you just said, well, all right, I'll come down with you. Down with you. But I don't want to eat. eat. You've just eaten half a box of chocolate cauldrons, haven't you? It's not that. It's not that. Ron sighs again. You wouldn't understand. (laughs) Fair enough, said Harry. Um, Harry! And Harry's just like, I okay, whatever, bro. Harry, I can't stand it. I can't stop thinking about her. Lab Lab? Well, so so <laughs> Harry's like, friends as they might be, um, if Ron started calling Lavender Lav Lav, he'd have to put his foot down. He's like, okay. I've I've <laughs> suffered through enough. Like, we're not about to keep doing this. Um, why does that stop you having breakfast, said Harry? I, I don't think she knows I exist. She definitely knows you exist. Um, and Ron's like, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Ramil Devane, <laughs> said Ron. Harry stares at him and says, this is a joke, right? You're joking. I think, Harry, I think I love her. Okay, said Harry. Okay, <laughs> say that again with a straight face. I love her, repeated Ron. Have you seen her hair? It's all black and shiny and silky. And her eyes, her big dark eyes, and her... This is really funny and everything, but joke's over, all right? Drop it. Harry turns to leave, but then Ron punches him in the in his ear. <laughs> and Harry's like, what was that for? You or what? No. So he's 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 punching him, and then Harry uh uses Leva Corpus on Ron. Um, and then Ron's like, You insulted Having her. You said it was it a before, joke. Right? You said oh, no, he was using it before. He was using it yeah. on Ron. He used yeah. yeah. Um so he uses it so that Ron doesn't hit him again. Um, yeah, yeah. And so Ron's like, you insulted her. You said it was a joke. This is insane. What's got into it? And then he notices um, the chocolate cauldrons. And he says, where did you get Because those? he has some instinctive detective skills. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have any follow through. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, where did no you get those chocolate cauldrons? They were a birthday present, said Ron. I offered you one, didn't I? You just picked them up off the floor, didn't you? They'd fallen off my bed, all right? Let me go. They didn't fall off the bed, you prat. Don't you understand? They were mine. I chucked them out of my trunk when I was looking for the map. They're the chocolate cauldrons Ramilda gave me before Christmas, and they're all spiked with love potion. Um, Which is like, you should have just thrown those in the trash, bro. Why did you keep them? I like Honestly, I'm sure it's one of those things where like, you're given something, and like you don't want it, and you're just like whatever and you just like i get that because that happens to me where you just happen to just have shit you don't actually want but like you just never got a chance to throw it away so i get that but i'm also like dude you know it has love potion in it you got to be a little bit more diligent it's not like a flyer somebody hands you or like a mixtape or literally constant vigilance yeah um but only one word seemed to have registered with ron ramilda did you say ramilda harry do you know her can you introduce me um, Harry stared at the dangling Ron er, and fought a strong desire to laugh. A part of him was quite keen on let it, on the idea of letting Ron down and watching him run amok until the p- effects of the potion were off. But on the other hand, they were supposed to be friends. Ron had not been himself when he had attacked and Harry thought that he would deserve another punching if he preferred, if he permitted Ron to declare undying love for M- Ramil Devane. Yeah, I'll introduce you, said Harry, thinking fa- fast. I'm going to let you down now, Okay. Um, she'll be in Slughorn's office. Why will she be there? <laughs> oh, she has extra potion lesson with him, said Harry. Maybe I could ask if I can have them with her. Yeah, like with a fourth year, <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Um, great idea, said Harry. Um, so they leave. Lavender is waiting beside the portrait hole. 
You're late, Wan Wan, she pounded. I've got you a birthday. Leave me alone, said Harry, said Ron impatiently. Oh, Harry's going to introduce girl. me to Ramilda Vane. Um, poor girl, because she he's already kind of like cooled off of her and is sort of, you know, from our at least Harry's perspective, right. like not as like hyped up on like being next to her, like with her or whatever. And it's just like you already know that she's that he's like not quite as interested, like can't really figure out or navigate what that really means because he doesn't communicate or use his words at all. And like y'all don't really talk. Um, and then he, she, he comes downstairs talking about some other girl. Mm-hmm. And then as we know later, he gets poisoned and starts talking about another girl. Like, well, like so then my problem too is uh, like, so at this point, it's not Ron's fault. for Lavender. Right? Like it's not Ron's right. fault that he got the love potion and he's like, I'm going to talk to Ramel Fane. That, you know. Yeah that ha- like it happens you're in a magical school that shit should not be in the school but it is right but harry tries to make an apologetic face to lavender but realizes that it might have turned out simply amused because she looked more offended than ever as a fat lady saw shut behind him but he could have stopped and been like lavender hey by your the boy's way he's been poisoned he doesn't mean the things I'm that he's saying fix it we're just going to fix it and then she might have want, want to come to help like it's her boyfriend yeah and instead, she's out here thinking that he's trying to get with Ramil Devane. Like what? Like it's it's kind of like it's messed up that Harry because Harry there was time for Harry to be like, "Yo, just come," or even just be like, "Come with me, I'll talk to you." Like we can, I'll explain on the all way. the way, right? Just being like, "Hey, Lavender, Ron kind of needs you right now. Don't listen to what he's saying. It's some stuff going down. Like let's go." But instead, and I think part of it is too because he's revent- he's resentful about the way that like Lavender's relationship with Ron has split up his friend group, and also yeah, Ron and Lavender sure. do the utmost, right? Like, I'm yeah, sure he's part- not really friends with her at all, right? If so he doesn't money, feel he any kind of like thing. If it were Ginny, he would have told her the thing, right? He doesn't he's feel any like, sense of obligation close, so to tell feel- her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that he should have done it. He should have said something. Mm-hmm. Um, Portia says, we got to give JK credit for placing the potency of love potion right under Harry's nose so that he and we um, better understand Voldemort's story. Which is very true. Because it kind of ties back again to Marope. And so we actually have to kind of see, like, this is what it looks like um, when someone is under the influence of love potion. Like, it's obsession, right? Like, it's not, like, actual true love. Um so they get to Slughorn's office. Um, Slughorn's like, this is very early for a call. I generally sleep late on Saturdays, which I, you know, relate. I also just want to sleep late. I just want to sleep, to be honest. Um, Professor, I'm really sorry to, to disturb you, said Harry. Um, but my friend Ron swallowed a love potion by mistake. You couldn't make it an antidote, could you? I take him to Madame Pomfrey, but we're not allowed to have Weasley's wizard wheezes. And, you know, awkward questions. Although Pomfrey never asks awkward questions, but like, okay. I'd have thought you would have whipped him up a remedy, Harry, an expert potioner like you. Like, really? No, you didn't. He's 16. So then Harry says, well, I've never mixed an antidote for a love potion, sir. And by the time I get it right, Ron might have done something serious. Helpfully, Ron shows his moment to moan. I can't see her, Harry. Is he hiding her? <laughs> Was this potion within date? They can strengthen, you know, the longer they're kept. Which is like, well, gee, like, these should not be available Who to decided children. this was okay? <laughs> what? There's no way this should just be, like, available for Sitting people to just buy. in a store. Like, you have to have sell-by dates on love potions? Like that, but then also the fact that, like, okay, so... 
And it expired. Like, Ramil Devane needs to be put on some kind of registry or like some shit because she <laughs> she not only like like disciplinary she, she, action, yeah. Because the whole point of love potion, right, is to give it to someone without them knowing. Like she's spiking that. It's like a roofie or some shit. Like what? You can't just be yeah, giving people for sure like stuff just to make them want to hang out. Like what? No. Yeah. State rape. Like she needs to, she needs to be at the very least get detention. Like some, like I just, yeah, don't understand. Um, that would explain a lot, Panted Harry. It's his birthday, Professor. He added. Um. Oh, all right. Then come in, come in. I've got the necessary here in my bag. It's not a difficult antidote. Um. So Ron bursts into the door, um, trips over a footstool and regains his balance by seizing Harry around the neck. And so she didn't see that, did she? She's not here yet, said Harry. Um, that's good, said Ron. How do I look? Very handsome, said Slughorn. Now drink that up. Still it's a tonic in his pajamas? Yeah, still in his Still pajamas. in his robes? But Ron is not. He's It's the love potion, so he... I know. He does it. Um, that's very good. So that's good, said Ron. How do I look? Very handsome, said Slughorn. Now drink up. Um, it's a tonic for nerves. Brilliant, said Ron. Um, for a moment, Ron beamed at them, and then very slowly his grin... Or he took... he. Drinks the antidote. Um, his grin sagged and vanished to be replaced by an expression of utmost horror. Back to normal then, said Harry, grinning. Thanks a lot, Professor. Don't mention it, my boy. Don't mention it. Um, as Ron collapsed into a nearby armchair, looking devastated. Pick me up. That's what he needs. I've got butterbeer. I've got wine. I've got one last bottle of this oak-matured mead. Hmm. She's like, no, don't do it. No, no. Um, meant to give this to- We were so close. I know. Meant to give this to Dumbledore. But also these underage children. Well, Ron's of age now. Right, yeah. They can do everything at 17. Yeah, no staggered <laughs> shit. I still can't even rent a right. car. I mean, I don't drive, but like, if I did, I can't yeah. even rent a car. Um, meant to give that to Dumbledore for Christmas. Ah, well, he can't miss what he's never had. Why don't we open it now and celebrate Mr. Weasley? I get that. Wait, I'm not going to lie. was he meant to give it to Dumbledore by? Was that strictly Malfoy? Or I guess Malfoy gave it to someone who gave it to Slugmore. Madame Rosemary He would give it to... Yeah. Because Malfoy has her Imperious. Right. Yeah. That poor woman. I know. She needs a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we open it now and celebrate Mr. Weasley's birthday? Nothing like his fine spirit to chase away the pangs of disappointed love, Lord. Um, perhaps, so Harry is like, okay, yeah, we can do this. Perhaps if he could keep Slughorn in a good mood, if they had just enough oak-matured meat. This is just weird. Um, just getting him drunk, yeah, like, like, to get bro. information out of him. Yikes. Um, there you are then, said Slughorn. Well, a very happy birthday, Ralph. Ron, whispered <laughs> Harry. Like, Who what? is Ralph? It's March. Ron is a very simple name. It's March. You only got 12 students in that class. <laughs> it's March. Come on, bro. But Ron did not appear to be listening to the toast. He had already thrown back the meat into his mouth and swallowed it. There was one second, hardly more than a heartbeat, in which Harry knew that there was something terrible, wrong, terribly wrong, and Slughorn, it seemed, did not. Ron, he had dropped his glass, he half rose from his chair and then crumpled, his extremities jerking uncontrollably, foam was dribbling from his mouth, and his eyes were bulging from their sockets. Professor Harry bellowed, do something, but Slughorn seemed paralyzed by shock. Um, Harry bent low over the table and sprinted towards Slughorn's open potion kit. 
Um, and he pulls out the bezor, hurdles back to Again, Ron's his side. His instincts are great. Yeah. When he needs, Follow when he's like, when he's in the, when he's in the moment, he got it. It's just like, that doesn't translate to when he's in Preparing class. Preparing for the moment is difficult for him. It does not work when he's in class. It's not a thing. He does not have that urgency. Um, so he gives, he shoves the, the bezor into Ron's mouth. Ron gives a great shudder, a rattling gasp, and his body became limp, or sorry, became limp and still. So that's the end of the chapter. It's funny because I benched somebody who now say I knew I, I knew that like once we read it out loud that it would change. Like I, it was just like a placeholder to be honest. And I was like, that still doesn't seem like who I wanted to bench. Um, so who was your MVP? Right. Um, I feel like this doesn't happen very often, and I'm actually surprised it doesn't. But I'm going to MVP and bench Harry. Okay. <laughs> because um, he's the MVP because. Um, he's very quick on his feet and he's really great at in the moment, uh, following through on, you know, like he's really, he's, he saved his best friend's life. Um, he was able to do with Slughorn, a professional, I mean, professional teacher. So I guess like he doesn't necessarily have like combat skills is not the right term, but like in the moments, you know, skills for saving someone like this, but you know. Harry did the thing and was able to save Ron from certain death and or date rape. Yeah, both. Both both and. Both. Um, I made both Hermione my MVP mainly because she's the only person in this chapter who has some kind of semblance of chill. Like I just and also <laughs> because she was doing the she did the um assignment the way that she was supposed to. And then was not recognized for doing that. And so, um, <laughs> she, deserves. she deserves. And so, she is the MVP for me. Um, in the chat, uh, Delia it makes Harry her MVP, um, saying she drags him all the time for not being a Ravenclaw. But when uh, Ish goes down, I want him on my squad. Which is very true. True. Um, Amani makes Hermione MVP for doing all the hard work and mixing 52 different anecdotes and trying to tell <laughs> Harry's lazy ass not to just saunter up to Slughorn and ask him. Which is exactly. Valid. Sterling makes Hermione MVP for being Hermione. Um, and then Ariana MVPs Harry saying he is lazy, but if you definitely want him to save you, so he can be an R or an EMT. Feel <laughs> <Just laughs> that. Um, and then you said you benched Harry. Um, yeah, I, for all the reasons we discussed in the whole chapter mm-hmm. of just, like, not being ready for the... Like, he's ready in the moment, but sometimes you need to do work to prepare for being in the moment. He could be so much better in the moment with the forehand knowledge that he would have had if he had, like, read any books, listened to Hermione. Um, you know, there are just so many things he could have done to prepare and have like exceeded expectation like he could have been outstanding and he's just exceeding expectations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. step it up harry Mm -hmm. step it up potter um i benched ramilda vane because like real yo yeah like you're 14 i mean that's age doesn't have a lot to do with it it's just like generally like you can't just go around giving people shit when they don't know and do not consent to it no. So that you can get I mean, as going. Delia said earlier in the chapter, I mean, in the chat, they don't have sex ed, so consent, what's that? Right. But it's important, and there should be some sort of, like, Madame Pomfrey needs to have a class, you know, 
what else is Madam Hooch doing? Like, she's essentially the gym teacher. Like, she could be out here, you know, actually doing her job properly, you know, doing that job properly of, like, teaching the students what consent and sex ed is. And then maybe they might start actually giggling at some solid um, teenage jokes right. when <laughs> to, to Wilkie came in. <laughs> they didn't even know to laugh. That's know. how inept they are. That's wild. wild. Uh, Delia benched Slughorn. Um, useless in a crisis, giving students liquor, rewarding mediocrity because of favoritism. <laughs> Need I go on? You don't. Um, Amani benches Ramilda Vane for slipping people date rape jugs and the twins for just selling it like that. Yeah, like True. that's fine. You're correct. It really should be regulated more. Then, I mean, if, if you really want to go their back, shops, it's it should really be like. The ministry. Like <laughs> it all goes back to the ministry. Yeah. Um, but if it's going to be sold in shops, at the very least, it needs to be sold in the section like. You know, like only seventeen or older, but also it shouldn't be sold at all because, like, it's even worse with seventeen and older mm-hmm. because they actually know what they're doing. It's it's oh, te- it's, it's, it's all gross. It's all gross. Ariana benches Ramilda. You know um, what you tried to do? Shame. Um, <laughs> Shame bells. Uh, Sterling benches Harry because he's so lazy and no and nosy. It just irritated him, which makes sense. Harry was tripping. Um... And then, yeah, that was it. Um, whoops. Thank you for listening. Um, next week, we will be discussing chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Elf Tales, which then is, um, it's just going to be more of Harry being annoying with his Draco <laughs> obsession and then us being more annoyed at, like, house elf stuff. So it'll just, it, it'll happen. We'll be here. It'll be. We'll do that. Um, <laughs> make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join us the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag Wizard Team. Check out all our stuff at BlackGirlsCreate.org. We're talking about time this month um, for our Critical Companion series. So, you know, you have thoughts mm-hmm. about those things. Tweet at us about time. It's going to be awesome. We have um, a piece that went out last Thursday while we were in Dallas um by danny about the television show 12 monkeys so you know read that on the blog um you should yeah you should follow the um hashtag leaky bsu hashtag um and check out what our photos and tweets from leaky con um you should uh upgrade or become a patronus and get some of that exclusive leaky content Mm -hmm. tell your friends to do the same you should listen to the leaky the wizard team live uh panel from leaky con um just you know whatever your podcast app is you could just go back to the last episode um and make sure you listen to that and tell all your friends uh rate and review things everywhere yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're going to go to SleepCon yeah. now. See y'all next week. <laughs> Hopefully more rested. <laughs> Rare. Bye, y'all. Bye.